Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to The Nonconformist, an audio diary where we discuss uh, the world through the eyes of nonconformists. And today's episode, we're going to take a step back and look at a, a subject that was in the news uh, a few months back and then kind of got left behind, but it's uh, Jeffrey Epstein and his death. Uh, in today's episode, we'll be talking about some of the events leading up to Jeffrey Epstein's death and some of the background. Uh, this is a controversial topic, but it's one that needs to be discussed because we cannot forget. Uh, if you like what you hear, please follow us on social media on Facebook at The Nonconformist PC uh, and also on Twitter. Uh, you can find us at that same handle and uh, also Instagram. All right. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Tuesday, November 5th, 2019. What's going on, Mike? Another good day. It's, uh, it's election it's day. It's darker now, right? It's election day. It's getting darker. I went to Whole Foods to pick up a couple things, and and I was driving back, and I was like, man, what time is it? And I looked, and it was 6, 630, 630-something, and like damn it feels like it's like 8 40 or 9 it's super late and it's it's not I'm like man when are we gonna stop this this is you know this doesn't help the sad no it's been a tough transition um you know i think definitely as humans we just were like not supposed to really be set back in like or forward in time right like you know, it's so like the season stuff, I think definitely brings like that sad or the seasonal depression or some of that stuff. We're starting to see now that that's more of a thing. So I feel like it's a mix of being tired, you know, you're all messed up. But I start, dude, I've been using a sun lamp for the last uh, three years, actually. I hear that works. They say you have to start it in the fall like you normally would. <clears throat> and then you expose... Uh, this certain light, uh, you know, these these uh, small little lights, if you buy them specifically for indoor office sun lamps, uh, have a certain uh, UV ray. But, you know, you only have to get 30 minutes of uh, light time, an arm's length away from the keyboard. And, uh, you know, you kind of absorb it through your eyes. And they say that that's at least the equivalent of what you would get during the summertime from normal sun exposure for extended time. So it kind of helps with the whole seasonal depression thing. Yeah, smart. This is a place in Manhattan. There's a CBD store called uh, Standard Dose. And they sell like high quality CBD products. And they also have like free yoga. It's like a little sanctuary. So they just opened like a couple of months ago when I went. And they have this skylight where they do the yoga and it it's not real it's a fake skylight but when you look at it it actually looks like you're looking at the sky it doesn't and it, it seems very real it, there's light that comes down you actually feel like it's you know 3 p.m middle of summer no clouds and it feels that way and then you look outside and it's like seven at night and it's supposed to you know from like the research is supposed to actually help with seasonal depression and all that. So there's just things they're creating out there. 
it's just that I, I think that costs like fifteen thousand dollars. I was, so you have the 15 G's and go I'll, ahead and put it in. If anyone hears that and decides to open up a coffee shop with this, let us know. I don't think I've ever heard of that, but that's that's actually incredible. Uh, that's that's like now the use of uh, you know visuals with technology. Wow, that's wild. But that's something that I think is definitely the future. VR, augmented reality, you know, perception. I've heard that in uh, exercise science as well as. You know, someone with VR that's in a certain setting may be able to uh, have higher output of actual, of that actual physical exercise because, you know, mentally you think you're in a cer- certain situation. But <clears throat> that is a fact. They actually, um, the creator of Quake, he's very, he's very into creating these types of VR games that are just, not only they're very popular between, you know, in the gaming community, but there's been scientific research behind it, and it, your body actually gets exerted. You don't even have to do the body movements, but just the brain functionality synchronized with the game and everything you're doing within that VR world actually exerts your body the way that it would if you were actually doing it physically. Hmm. So that's pretty wild. And I, you know what? This conversation in vr we should come back to this like later on in the next podcast because i think we have a lot of good information we could talk this is really cool stuff and you know we're at that time that little by little vr is actually incorporating itself in our lives and you know i hear that disney world has this really cool ride it's that avatar vr like ride and everyone says it's tremendous i've heard it on the tv i've heard it on podcasts so it's just little by little we're going to start seeing that. Soon enough, we'll have a real gaming system or maybe a cell phone system or something that we could actually be in VR mode, which is cool, but at the same time might not be, right? That's the last thing we want to do is live a surrogate life, right? Live in this capsule like that movie Surrogate, and then you have, you know, you're living in this avatar. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live like that. Wally, to make it a little yeah. lighter of a topic, right? But that's a... That's a, is that a Steve Jobs movie? Wally, Wally. Yeah, it's about yeah. Uh, the Pixar. Pixar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Pixar was uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah, it's... Steve. You know what? If Steve Jobs was alive right now, I think Disney and Apple would be one entity. Because Steve Jobs was the biggest shareholder of Disney, on top of also being the biggest shareholder in Apple. So imagine that conglomerate of both Apple and Disney. Been crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking Jobs, of speaking uh, of yeah, speaking of the film industry, um, in the media industry, uh, I, you know, I guess it's time to get on the topic of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, and it's this is a fact that apparently he didn't kill kill himself. So, and we bring you know, it's the topic comes up because it's you know the. The conformist thing to do would be to kind of just watch the Today Show or, you know, watch a normal TV show, not ragging on them. Um, but, you know, and just go with what you're exposed to. And even like, in, and honestly, I get it with like even the Today Show and certain media outlets. Like they're they're putting on, they only have certain certain amount of, a certain amount of time and they put on what they think is going to get the most views. And, you know, you still get the, the news, but you don't really... 
but you don't get like more in depth on that really it's kind of a one over this depends you know because think about it if you have a great story don't you think that would sell you would actually get viewers like whoa wait a minute what is this it's a big story right and that's what we're going to talk about right now we have something that was going to be a huge story and they decided not to go with it so yeah it could be that they're also they need to go through processes and you know with marketing and all that and advertising create certain content that will bring people traffic and focus but at the same time is that what the media is supposed to do and at the same time if that's the case then you're telling me that how how is it that you know that some media is worthy and some media isn't Mm -hmm. who is to say so who's making these decisions here that's the question right so so there's um you know just so everyone is on the same page uh you know jeffrey epstein was a man who we found out um at least my first understanding uh someone of high high wealth and high status in society uh you know seemed like he was had a weird background i think within like finance and banking and then you know kind of was this mole on politicians and corruption in this country yeah it's hard to figure out this guy because you know you have i guess yeah i guess i guess i shouldn't i shouldn't i shouldn't really i'll edit i'll edit anything out after (laughs) no but even the the official story is still not clear you know how he got to where he got we know we know he's from new york and then he went into you know finance and he all these different things and at the same time you have a lot of other um sources reliable sources that you know he also was a double agent type of person you know he was working as a covert operative and there's a lot of you know information that actually points to that that's a fact so um but we're not saying that it's a fact but that's what they're saying so it's interesting to see what you know what transversed you know from what what i was reading was that you know this guy was a double agent for you know the Mossad, right uh israeli uh intelligence and what is said is that he used to collect information on you know political opponents or people of um of influence and the way that he would collect information was by um you know putting these people in compromising situations so if you actually see what is he's being he's being accused of he's being accused of you know bringing political figures and all that to an island to mingle sexually with minors and women and all types of shenanigans right um but how did he get there and if that's the case that's the way he got there you know you just don't get to that that position i think just because so from what they're saying that that's what he used to do he used to um he used to go and uh bring women and kids to certain people and you record it and use that as blackmail to you know influence and get power and then that's how he became you know very influential and then he became his own you know persona independent and he just continued on and then he became a multimillionaire with his own private island and the whole thing of the lolita express which is supposed to be his private jet courier service where he would fly in diplomats and you know high net worth people media people from hollywood apparently like harvey weinstein people like that 
which is coincidental to the situation that's going on, right? Um, accusations of uh, sex and forcing women, all types of craziness. So um, I think it's a great story. So yeah, Joe, let them know what's going on. What, why we're even talking about this? I think this is this is clearly all public information too. So yeah, we just talked. I've about always, it. I've yeah. always, I've always said, uh, you know, take the extra step to go and you know educate yourself past this don't take don't take our word for it kind of do it on your own but i i think i think that from what we know right let's let's like recap what we know it was um mostly that um you know he was someone that had like you know bill clinton and then uh you know uh some politicians from europe and other places to the island what is it prince andrew From England, that guy. Man, Can you imagine that, that interaction? Oh my God, that guy has been. This came back up again. He has been in trouble for so long about this, and well, not in trouble because he doesn't get in trouble, but he's been in the media about the situation many times. Not just with freaking Epstein. It's just always been rumored that this guy was a pedophile and all that stuff. And so they, they got back that up. background. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like it goes so far back, and nothing happens. Nothing happens, right? People are super hyped up about it, though. That's kind of where, see, see, so this is kind of what I say, Mike, too, because I, I, you know, um, I know I I agree with what you said. Um, And for people, though, it's, it's, uh, you know, this is something that, like, the, the, it was in our eyes for a second, and then it was gone. And I think it's very unfortunate for, especially the people that were trying to, you know, press charges and go through the legal system to actually do something about this because, you know, they're probably, I haven't kept up on that status on how they're doing. So I think people should pay attention to this. And I hope one of, you know, one of the key takeaways uh, from this episode can be just uh, an update on what's going on through the clear lens on who this person was, um, what, you know, is the background, at least do we think, and then kind of going forward like what could happen um one of the other crazy things and mike has seen this and uh you can go on youtube and um twitter check out or twitter and check out check out uh uh the dollar vigilante or the freedom i think it's the freedom project uh yeah a project yeah i'll put a i'll put a link in the uh uh uh, bio and then also project veritas uh all lined up so his island actually had some journalists on it, uh, like literally a week ago. Uh, these guys were just, you know, they're they're, they're freelance journalists. They're, you know, we are. Cha- I think the we are change one um, uh, is, you know, they're nonprofits or I don't know if they're nonprofits or not, but pretty much they're they're just independent journalists that are just reporting news and like they're they're if you read their stuff they're pretty on it um, and uh, they just happen to invade his island they had just a boat that was driving them out not you know not initially near it and then they decided to just you know convince the the captain to just bring them to the dock and then let them get off and they said you know we'll get off we'll run around and record a few things as you know journalists were going to write an edition on this and then they got back on they did it and uh you know they i think you had seen that video um 
Yeah, it's like a weird video of the. You, you know, saw the, the actual. Property. Yeah, you saw the grounds of the property that that would have happened on, and it was. Yeah. You know, and then you hear the story. There's like there's then, the stupid mausoleum that's there. Well, you know what the hell is that even there for? It's so weird because it has like certain symbolisms to it, and it's just away from like the main property, and just the way it looks. I know. It has no windows. No, it's yeah, and it's, it was all painted, right? It was, it all, was painted. all painted, and it had what, like two birds, statues on one end, or something like that. It, it was very weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite interesting. Um, but it was, you know, and then and then I wonder where Bill Clinton's photo was. <laughs> the news actually picked up that one too. We did get a picture of that one, like Bill Clinton in that blue dress with that leg crossed. The red shoes. Yeah. I think it was red shoes. Lost dressing. So you know, this is stuff that that we've all known for so many years, right? Going back to it, this is why it's important to you know um, dedicate some time. If you're actually going to look at the media, you go into independent media because uh, Jeffrey Epstein, this guy, has been uh, within the world of independent media for a long time there's been people for a long time talking about this guy and people within you know certain circles doing certain things especially with this guy and everyone just brushed it off as it was a conspiracy theory it's nonsense what the hell are you talking about tinfoil hat blah 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 now we actually got proof and you know people are talking about it and people are still trying to push it through but it's not talked about as much, right? It's pretty much, it's like a case closed type of deal. You know, apparently he killed himself. We don't know. And that's it. We, it's like, you know, the people that are actually suing the estate, will they ever get closure? I don't know. I don't think you, we will know. I don't think, you know, the powers that be will all that. It's, that's the, the thing. When you actually, when people are put in a corner, you put somebody in a corner or an animal, They'll, they lash out, so that's the situation you got here. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, another thing I try to remind people about is that, you know, this, this was a high profile person, right? This was someone that clearly had a black book to the, uh, network of, uh, individuals that would be in this circle of people that, you know, maybe paid for a girl for the night or came to the island for a party for whatever reason. Uh, but like you have to look at the independent journalists because they're, they're, you know, they're, they're still the journalists today. Journalism has come a long way. This is also a salty topic too, because, you know, journalism right now is being attacked globally. Um, so, you know, there, there's this constant fight between truth and lies and then, you know, that's fogged and then, it, and what is turns... journalism now, right? What is journalism? Think about it. There's a lot of people that are in the news media are journalists, and then there's some that are not even journalists. They're more of actors that are working for the news. So we don't know who's a journalist and who is. And we are attacking them as the as if they're all journalists. But they aren't all journalists. So these actors are tarnishing the name of the real journalists. And at, at the same time, we're attacking them. They're being attacked also within, right? And this is the case that we have here with why we're even talking about this, right? Was it um, who, who was uh, the journalist that spoke about this? She was uh, caught on video, right, saying that she had the story for a couple years ago, and she's been doing years and years of research and had um, had people lined up 
for testimony, had all types of literature, photos, you know, investigations that have been done, criminal records. She had a, you know, a, a repository full of information about Jeffrey Epstein and all of this. And when she brought it to her, you know, her higher ups at, I think it was um, one of the big a- media a- companies. A- was it ABC? ABC, I think. Let me see. ABC. One of those big uh, alphabet companies. Uh, um, they said no, no. They don't want to. They don't want to waste time on that. No, it's not a good story. No, um, they brushed it off. And she's like, you know, she spent all this time doing that. So that was thrown down the drain. And then, you know, come two, three years later, it exploded. And she was like, what the hell? I've had this story for years. And, you know, and pretty much I got shut down. All of my hard work was pushed to the side. And now look. And, you know, I and I feel her. I feel her because she put in the work as a journalist, something that she studied for, something she dedicated her life to. But because of the powers that be, these huge corporations, they didn't want to allow her to post a story. And all that, so you know, what you get is a a journalist that tried to do the right thing, and got shut down. And now she felt, you know, now she feels resentment. She feels like, you know, she's not able to do her job. So what you get, you get people that you know that could be good journalists and give us the truth, but they get turned, they get put to the side. Do you so, think? Do, do you think that? So, because I had watched it too, and. Uh, uh, she, she, even if you see her response online, like she kind of responded very professionally. Um, and she, you know, made it seem like, uh, I wish I wasn't recorded. I was saying just what I said, but this is a big deal right now because, well, it's a big deal in general, but it's an even bigger deal, uh, because it kind of shows or it at least adds to the distrust of the overall system right now, right? Um, and I think that this is going to be a big problem going forward. Um, yeah, I think so. Well, but maybe not because people won't really see this though, right? Yeah, well, you're right. You know, if you look at it, there could be two things. You will have people that this will spark interest and, and it will gain momentum, but at the same time, you have other systems in place that are, are moving faster to close that in, to close that gap, right? You got, you know, Google, Facebook, Twitter. They're trying to, they're trying to filter out news and information that is not within their agenda. And then you got, you know, the majority of these corporations like ABC, NBC doing the same thing. And so what does that leave us, right? That leave that doesn't leave us with much. You know, all of our information is fed through those two mediums. If you if you control those two mediums, even if you do have a following of people that actually and that's growing actually trying to look for the truth, it's gonna be hard. Because it's it's like a it's like a, a CCTV, right? If it's it's closed, it's like a closed circuit. It's closed. We're closed into one system. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to close it into one system. China's doing the same thing, right? The thing is that China has more power in doing it because they are a one-party system. Here we have, you know, the opportunity of having a handful, uh, an oligopoly, to be able to do the same thing. And this is where we're at right now. 
this is why we got to take advantage of what podcasting is, free media, all of that, to try to spread seeds and have people receive this information before we you know we're all cut off. Just like uh, George Orwell said, and a lot of the things that he said in his book, and he said before, and other. All of this is real, man. This is stuff that's happened. This keeps happening. We're living in a police state. Can't say anything. Where do you get your information from? If someone's listening and they're like, I want to kind of follow someone on Twitter or I want to try to get a new source on it. Um, so I go through uh, different different um, alternative media outlets. Well, first of all, if usually if there is a story that comes up, let's say I'm not looking for something because usually I go into alternative media first. If I already know about something or if I'm curious about something that's going on, I'll go into that. But usually when something comes into our, my attention, it's usually through the mainstream media, right? Um, they're talking about uh, the Federal Reserve or stock market went up or went down. Trump said this. Something's going on in Syria. We're pulling out. You know, if these stories are in the media, then I'm like, okay, what is the other side saying? So let's say if it's Syria, I'll start looking into media that – supports their agenda and i'll start seeing what they're saying because you know what happens when to this conflict they start throwing each other they start you know taking out each other's information right and you start seeing their point of view you see our point of view and then you start putting the puzzles together so i'll go to our media i'll go to their media same thing i'll go to like al jazeera i'll go to um rt i'll go to um bbc Reuters, and then I go into another, you know, I'll, I'll go into Breitbart, which is alt-right, quote-unquote. I'll go into, um, I'll also go into Huffington Post. I'll go into everything, because I want to see what's the narrative behind everybody. And then I'll start seeing, wait a minute, you start really noticing agendas. And then that's where you got to do third-party information. Now you got to start doing research of, about people. Now you start, got to listen, and then you got to and you go through a rabbit hole, and there's a lot of false information, but there's a lot of truth. So there's also you can't you can't filter out old news. So if there's a report about like a person like Jeffrey Epstein from the New York Times back in the '90s, and they want to switch the story now, yeah, but I could Google that, and it shows up in the archives, and that that happens all the time. Yesterday I was reading a, a story, you know, about um, the Cuban mafia in New York. And the story was in the New York Times back in 1972. And I was able to go into that archive and read what they were saying. And it's funny because the way New York Times actually, the, their speech within that article right now would look at, oh, man, that's like a bigoted speech. But people will probably be a little mad because of the way they spoke. But I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it as that they spoke, you know, they, mm -hmm. they spoke truth. Right. But now they would be like, oh, you guys are racist, this, this, and this, and that. I don't know. It's Twitter Twitter has always been my favorite actual like application to stay updated. Don't like create one not just for friends, just create one just to follow these certain news outlets that we've talked about because like it seems to be the fastest delivery of content. Uh you know, if you decide to not rank your news feed, you do see it fairly consistently although they have the ability to to kind of manipulate the mechanism. Uh, like the other social media companies. Um, but, you know, you can search hashtags for it. Uh, you know, they've tried to eliminate hashtags, I think, on the, the Epstein stuff today. But if you search for it, you'll find it 
uh, Veritas. Uh, we talked about Dollar Vigilante. Yeah, there's um, these guys exactly like that. There, there are independent journalists out there. So start looking into mm. them. Um, you know, I, I follow Abby Martin. She used to actually also work for RT, but she spoke a lot against Russia. She was having issues. So here in America, she was always looked at as this like extreme socialist. She is a socialist. But at the same time, then she went into RT and people were like, see, you are f- with the Russians. And then she was working with them and the same thing. You know, she she couldn't hold the job there because she wasn't able to talk as much as she wanted. Now she does her own thing. She has her own podcast. Podcast is a great alternative media. It's a is alternative it's alternative is not a bad word it's just something that's not the same as the other that's it you know just stop stigmatizing words all right it's alternative media is great it's better because you're getting unfiltered news now you're not getting an act an act you know you go to cnn you go to fox news they're all acting they're all acting like they're mad and this and these, these buzzwords and screw that let's get real words through it you know and we're going to leave it off here because I got to go vote. <clears throat> there you go. November 5th, election day. Uh, I'll provide some links. We'll, you know, we'll continue this. Uh, you know, I hope today's value was worth it again. Kind of update on Jeffrey Epstein, a little background. Uh, you know, learn it. Uh, you know, don't, don't, if it smells like fish and, you know, if it looks like a pig, it smells like a pig, it's probably a pig, that whole kind of thing. Uh, we'll leave the, the Twitter handles. But until next time, we love you. Later, guys.